0: Endless scrolling on social media and keeping up with the news will result in an emotional and spiritual roller coaster. Many are seeing what's happening in the world and are freezing in fear. However, you don't have to be controlled by fear or anxiety. There is hope. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stigall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to heart the video, comment and share. Be sure to share. It helps us uh, get to your friends and family. So do that right now. Uh, before we go any further, Doug, how's your first cup of coffee? I don't see it here with you.
1: I don't have my cup out, so I hated. It's down to have there. It. It's I, hidden today. I know, but it's that's my big cup because I've got a big cup of first. You needed cup a lot today. of it today. I did. I did. I wanted to have it in case I I got choked up like yesterday, so I have something nice and warm. In. My throat, so. good. It's going to yeah.
0: get us through the show today. Yeah, uh, first cup is a Christian owned patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. I was excited today to see that someone brewed up uh, the Frankfurt, I think is what it is. The first bridge in America is named after uh, you can get one of their roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for the curing machine. It's the grocery store coffee that's been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com, use code end time to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off. Go to firstcup.com, use code end time to get 10% off today. All right, Doug, who in the world is control of all this? I see a lot going on around the world. People are scared out of their mind, and then you see all this global warming stuff and world government's coming, and election insecurity, and voter fraud, and I mean, I could go on for the whole show naming stuff that just seems crazy, Yeah, and it makes us sit back and go, who's really in control of all this?
1: Right. You know, I mean, Vince, we talk about so many things on this program that uh, are prophetic, and we we see the signs of it coming to pass in daily news articles and things, and we talk about it so so much. Uh, Sometimes it it does kind of pull people into a fear frenzy. And so, you know, yesterday uh, we talked about an interesting program, uh, about a movie that had come out like Predictive Programming. And and today there's even another story everybody's sending me today about a Civil War movie that's coming out. And so the thing is, Vince, is that the bottom line, we talked about it yesterday, is the elites in the world, the ones that are trying to push this global uh, agenda on us, It's all about control and they think they're in control. And the thing about it is the word tells us that they are not in control of anything, but they want to control everything from, you know, what we eat to our climate, to the vehicles we drive, to where we live and where we can travel. They want to control all those aspects of our life. But you you preached last night and you, you said some things in your sermon last night that really got me thinking about today's program. And I was like, you know what, we need to reassure everybody of who's really in control of all this. We're just going to play clips from the message and leave. <laughs> you know, I you wish, wish I would have thought of that. Man, that would have <laughs> been easy. If I would have had a coffin attack, we'd just go straight <laughs> to the real. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned some great things last night. And one of the things that, you know, you let us know is that God is in control of the things around us and that we don't have to be worried about all the little things. Uh, you know, things that we can't control,
0: and, and even things that we can sometimes control. We mm-hmm. need
1: to let go of and let God be in control of those things.
0: You know, Doug, th- that reminds me. I've had some control of some things mm-hmm. that I really jacked up. Right. You know, and, and, and I mentioned it last night, too, but, you know, that's one thing that I struggled with for years, and at least for now, I'm over it, but I don't know. It may creep back in at some point. I rebuke it, but right. I, I suppose that's <laughs> possible, but... You know, for years I would struggle with, look at my life, look at all the stupid stuff that I've done willingly, intentionally. I've done plenty of dumb stuff on purpose. Right there with you, man. Well, that was in my control. Right. And there's still enough grace for me. And I'm so grateful about that. So, you know, I would encourage people, even the stuff that's in your control that you've jacked up, he still loves you. Oh, yeah. Like it's going to be okay. Trust in him above everything else. Like he's way bigger than your ability to jack (laughs) things up. Amen to that. He's way bigger than that. So I would encourage
1: continuing from last night. Good job.
0: It's, you know, it's part of me (laughs) at this point because I'm just like, you know, life's been rough. You know, I've had a really great life. I'm really blessed, all that stuff, but there's been enough bad happen and God came through. You know, I'm telling people about uh, some miracles going on in my life personally, and then even stuff here at End Time. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, God's using End Time to do incredible things, Yeah, and it's so incredible that there's not one person on our team that can take credit for it. That's what's <laughs> so great about it. It's yeah. like, people go, well, how'd you do this or that? How'd this work out? Yeah. You know, who's responsible for the?" And it's like, well, I don't really know you know like yeah we're all playing our part we're doing what we're called to do we're you know everybody you know some days it's mundane we come in and do the work that we're supposed to do yeah and in the course of time god does these things that just mm-hmm. are miraculous and it's like he's doing such a mighty work in such a way that it's like we we can't lift vince up or dug up or dave up right. and go man like it's because these things that they did it's always like we're just grateful to God that that (laughs) he did things that are just out of our control and so that's right he's way bigger than than, and so and so life's been crazy in that way where I just got to say Jesus has been good yeah and uh I trust him above everything else no matter what comes my way and
1: Well, you know that that saying that uh, God doesn't call the equipped, He equips the called. Mm, And so we just have to be called and that's what each of us try to be here is called and do what the Lord's calling us to do. And then He opens those doors up and we're going to be faithful enough to step through the doors that He opens up for us. So it's pretty amazing what God's doing. But it's also pretty amazing when we look at some of the stories that we've got today it's pretty amazing to see how God's word is so true and that he's in control of the things that you know we take for granted. Mm-hmm. And and so
0: and anyway, another we got thing got some that's great amazing to about do. it Doug is how hopeless people that don't have the Lord are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's they a great point. they look at global warming mm-hmm. and the solutions they provide
2: yeah.
0: are just ridiculous. Yeah. And there's been so many predictions, you know, if we don't straighten this up. I saw that uh, Gretchen Thornburg she deleted her tweet that 2020, we would be gone by 2024 or whatever it was when she tweeted at 12 years old or whatever she yeah, was, when yeah. she made the world scene. When she became an expert in yeah. global warming. And so <laughs> the solutions that these people come up with on their own, yeah, you know, are, are impossible. And that's what's crazy is solutions that I come up with sometimes are impossible too. It's like stuff that God implants in my brain and my spirit. Like God's going to tell us to do things sometimes that seem impossible. And it's like that's all him but yeah uh, you know it's it's amazing how hopeless some of their solutions actually are and I look at that and I just go man we have got to get we've got to help them see the light somehow Mm -hmm. God what you know I I ask like how are we going to reach these people yeah how are we going to get into the minds of these people and help them see and uh, that their spirit would be moved to be self-honest about who they are and where they're headed for eternity. Right. Not just their careers or their political careers or anything like that. Where are they headed for eternity? God, how are you going to use us, in mm-hmm. Time Ministries, to be able to impact this world in a greater way? And Absolutely. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I trust Him.
1: Right. And and the thing is, you know, we've talked about things too. I know we're kind of veering off our subject, but this is good because we're talking about God and how great He is. But I mean there are people out there whose lives have been turned upside down yeah and without the hope that they have in Christ Jesus they could be devastated I mean I I have a friend that I grew up with and his family is very close to me he passed away of cancer yesterday but his family was able to spend some Christmas time with him in the hospital get one more little you know Christmas thing done with him and be able to spend that time with him And, and they have that faith in knowing that he uh, believed in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and that he's going to be with the Lord. And so that's the thing, you know, those kind of things can devastate a family, especially right here during the holiday season. But when you have that hope and know, hey, we'll see him again, mm-hmm. he's going to be with the Lord, and you have that kind of hope, you have that kind of faith, then you know that things are going to be okay. And so it's just with, without that, if you saw these bleak things that are happening in the world, uh, and, and begin to feed on that instead of on the truth of who Jesus Christ is and, and who's really in control, then you could have a pretty bleak outlook and, and
0: things may seem dark and yeah. desperate, yeah. but they're really not. Absolutely. And Doug, I got to take a moment to echo my pastor, our pastor. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He says when you can't track God, trust God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you look around and you don't know, where God is in your situation. You might have lost a loved one. Uh, We know a lot of people who have passed away from cancer recently and a lot of families that are hurting because of that. But I'd encourage everybody out there, no matter what situation you're walking through, I know there's some dark things out there. People, good people that are following the Lord are struggling with some dark times because of death, because of hardships. Uh, Some of them even fear over what's going on in this world. When you can't track God, trust Him. When you can't track God, trust Him. Right now is a great time. Hey, even at home right now, people are listening to us on the radio while they're driving, people are watching online, perhaps it's the middle of the night when you're watching, you didn't get to catch it live. You can close your eyes right now. You don't even have to close your eyes. You can talk to the Lord, ask Him to help you trust Him above your circumstances. I I sometimes, maybe most of the time, uh, verbalize what that situation is and say, God, I trust you above this. Mm. This is plaguing my mind right now. This is an obstacle in my way right now. And I trust you above that. I don't see how you're working in this situation, but I trust you. So you can do that right now. Pause the video and just talk to the Lord for a few moments and say, Lord, help me to trust you even though I can't track you. So when you can't track God, be sure to trust him. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing I would say almost anybody can do. Amen. Not Probably anybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. Where do you want to go from? All right, well, we'll
0: see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, you know, God's in control. That's all. We're, we're asking the question, who is in control? Right. Because we're looking at all this stuff. Yeah. People are asking that question. Some are going to point to a global cabal, Doug. Right. And there's an element of control that something like that has out there. We don't understand all the intricacies of that situation. But yeah. um, we know... That in spite of what it looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, when David walked into the camp and there's a Goliath standing there, and all the soldiers of Israel are hiding out, scared (laughs) out of their mind, it looked like the Philistines were in control. Oh, yeah. It appeared that way to their surroundings. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we know the end of the story. Right. David killed the giant. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so it doesn't matter what the circumstances look like, God's in control. So, yeah. You know, when I look at the news headlines today, when I look at all these different reports about global warming and such, I can trust in him about everything. And that's what we're going to highlight. Right. Who's in control? God us. That's right. And, and so one
1: of the things that we know just happened is um, the summit for uh, the climate change, which is COP28. Uh, They just wrapped this up on Tuesday this week, and one of the things that they were trying to do is end fossil fuels. Well, they finally came to some type of agreement there toward the end where it's going to end around 2050, they say. They're going to stop with the fossil fuels, so that's one of the things that they talked about. But the whole thing that they're talking about is controlling the global climate, trying to cool the planet down, and we know that they've done all kinds of things in the past to do this. But just wanted to reiterate some of the scriptures that the Lord gives us. I mean, there's, there's things like in Genesis 8, this is one that we've talked about before, where God is the one that's in control of our weather. And He promises it back in Genesis that there's always going to be a, a winter, a summer, a spring, and a fall. So in Genesis 8:22, he says, "While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and the day and night shall not cease. So God is the one that's in control of that, and that's a promise from Genesis that he tells us. We also know that God was the one that flooded the earth. That was not a man-made thing when the flood came. It was God's judgment on the earth, and that's found in Genesis 6, uh, 17, where he says, And behold, I, even I do bring a flood of water upon the earth. And so this was part of the judgment of God. And it's one of the things that we know from scripture that God was in control of. We even have physical evidence, Vince, of a flood that was worldwide. Uh, when they're finding fossils up in mountaintops and things Mm -hmm. like that. So we've had that type of understanding for a long time that God was in control of that. But a lot of people may not know that God even made the sun stand still when Joshua was in battle Mm -hmm. for Israel. And he made the sun stand still and the moon stayed so that while they fought, it was was daylight the whole time so that they were able to uh, conquer their enemies. Um, That's in Joshua 10. In 1 Kings uh, 17, we see that he is the one that actually kept it from raining for three years. When Elijah proclaimed out of his mouth that his God, that he followed, that he worshiped the God of creation, that the God would, that God would close up the rain and it would not rain. And it didn't rain on Israel. Um, and, and so we also see that God doesn't change because we know in Matthew and in Revelation that there's going to be signs in the sun and the moon during the time when Jesus comes back. He's the one that's in charge of that. He's the one that blacks the sun out. He's the one that turns the moon to blood red. He's the one that makes the stars fall from the heavens. And then, of course, he's the one that will pour the vials vials out in the wrath of God, which the sun will create sores on people who have the mark of the beast. Uh, It'll go completely black over all nations. So we know that these things are coming. Uh, and, and that God's really the one in control. So it's it's interesting because some of the funny things that we have to share. I don't know if you want to go there yet. Or
0: well, I want to remind everybody that we're taking calls. So yeah, the number that. to join us is eight seven seven N time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. And also, as a prophecy ministry, sometimes we can be pegged as. Uh, being fear mongers and that's not what we're about. As you know that watch us regularly, we do talk about things that some people might consider scary. However, we are trying to infuse hope into your spirit as we navigate these times. Doug just brought up uh, several references from the Old Testament about how God uh, provided no matter what was going on, and we know that God will miraculously provide through us as we walk through the end times. And at the same time, there's things that you and I can do in preparation for that. And one of those things that you could do if you're interested is to uh, check out the specials from our friends at Backyard Butchers. like. Um, Preparation is okay. We don't push physical preparation necessarily. Uh, We want your spirit to be right. Endtime.com slash reborn to know that you've been born again and a part of that. But if you wanted to prepare physically and that's what God wants you to do, go for it. Check out Backyard Butchers in that process. They deliver American-raised harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. Go to backyardbutchers.com. Save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code IN TIME, WITH OVER A HALF A MILLION HAPPY CUSTOMERS, I'LL MAKE SURE YOUR ORDERS ARE DELIVERED RIGHT ON TIME EVERY SINGLE MONTH. GO TO BACKYARDBUTCHERS.COM SLASH END TIME TO GET 20% OFF YOUR ENTIRE ORDER TODAY. ALL RIGHT.
1: Uh, ONE OF THE THINGS ABOUT THE GLOBAL ELITES, THAT'S ONE OF THE THINGS THAT THEY ACTUALLY TALK ABOUT AT THIS COP28, IS OUR MEAT CONSUMPTION AND HOW WE NEED TO REDUCE THAT TO SLOW DOWN GLOBAL WARMING. Uh, I've just showed you scripture where God says he's the one that's in control of those things. Uh, It's not going to matter how much meat I eat. And so when I order my backyard uh, butcher, you better believe that I'm going to think about the elites and Klaus Schwab every time I cook up one of those great I still want one of those... um, Uh, yeah, branding yeah. branding iron with Klaus Schwab's face, face Klaus Schwab, on it. Yeah. It'd be awesome. We can take a picture of that.
0: And just Maybe John us. from Tennessee could send us a, brand, Maybe a so. brandy. Hey,
1: if we if we know any great um, blacksmiths out there, we could probably have one make made and send make to something. Make something work. So. Yeah, never know. But anyway, yes, uh, that's one of the things that they're pushing, and and that's a way that we can get back because. You know nowadays there's no telling what they're trying to push through in our foods, but we know that Backyard Butchers doesn't have any of that. So, so
0: COP 28, I saw some yeah. footage, I don't know if we're getting this now or later, but there's some footage of them frozen on the
1: landing strip. Yeah, yeah this is uh, this was a story that actually came out on the 4th when they were getting ready to head there, but in Munich the snow was so heavy some of the planes that were there that were private jets they were actually frozen and they could not take off from the tarmac. And so I think we have a short video clip of that. Um, it's kind of an ironic turn of events that happened uh, and a passerby tweeted that out and had the actual uh, picture of these planes and they were on the tarmac and they were actually frozen to the tarmac there. Let's so, check it out. Yeah, let's see if we can. hosted uh, by uh, politics co-founder Colin Rugg uh, that said a number of the private jets that appeared grounded at the airport under extreme weather conditions. One aircraft that you saw there was tipped rearward uh, and it was likely that it was the heavy snow that it had accumulated on the tail section that caused that to happen and they were de-icing that plane, Vince. Now since that
0: happened when <laughs> Doug, how does this happen? It seems like every <laughs> single every year. Time. It's like Are they planning these in like extremely (laughs) cold climates or is this just literally act of God that's happening? Well remember this was in Dubai
1: this year so they were having to fly from Munich there but they couldn't get out because they were frozen there. And that was kind of the funny thing about it. Now, to to be honest, let let me just say what he said here, because I thought this was funny what he posted. He said, this is what his tweet actually was. Private jets getting ready to leave for climate change conference in Dubai, and they're frozen on the runway in Munich as 60% of Europe is now covered in snow. And then he said, let me say again, rich people getting ready to board their gas... Uh, guzzling jets to fly to climate change formerly known as global warming conference can't leave because their planes are covered in frozen snow now to be fair let's be fair we want to be fair yes there is a politico or politifax is what it's called politifax um, (coughs) disclaimer out there that claims that this airplane in this shot was not actually going to Dubai so that's their that's their fact is that it wasn't going to the UN climate control uh, summit, but the fact still remains that the plane is grounded and that it's frozen to the tarmac. Maybe that was not one the of same the same airport going, <laughs> right? But it so was, was were there were several there that, that yeah. were. So anyway, that's kind of how they do fact checking there yeah. uh, nowadays. But creative, yeah, yeah, very much so. So that's funny to me because, like you said, how many times has this happened? I don't remember a time when it didn't happen. <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe
0: it hasn't been every time but it feels like every time. It does it seems like it
1: and I remember I think it was um, even the WEF when they got ready to do one of their uh, big meetings they had a huge amount of snowfall and people had trouble getting there. Remember, remember we saw jets that were stuck on the ground that couldn't take off because it was so frozen there and they one of the things they were discussing that year was global warming and trying to control the climate. So interesting that that happened. Now the other story and I don't know I guess we have time to go to it right now. We but, have time. Okay so the other story is pretty remarkable to me because this comes from I actually got it from CNN but it's an MSN.com uh, article that they reposted and it says scientists uncover surprising phenomena in the Himalayans that might show slowing the effects of climate change. And it's amazing because when you read this article and you look at what this article is saying, it's actually showing how the earth does this on its own because that's how God created the earth to, to redo everything that, that happens to it. So the, the earth actually recycles and goes through recycling um, stages over the years. You've heard Dave talk about before how um, you know there's parts of Iceland that were green pastures and they they found where they farmed that land at one time because it wasn't completely frozen and it was great farmland and now it's covered in ice. And so the the earth goes through these cycles. So this story is actually talking about that Vince and I don't know, um, I think I highlighted, yeah so I highlighted the things that were kind of important about this. But they've discovered this with the mountains in the areas where they say that glaciers would have been uh, beginning to melt. But because of what happens when these glaciers melt, the heat actually rises up and goes to the top of the Himalayas. And the Himalayas create snowstorms that then slides down the mountain and basically feeds back into Mm. uh, the, the culture there and actually gets everything back on cycle. So it's an actual uh, natural phenomenon that happens. So anyway, I highlighted some stuff. I'm gonna let you read that if you don't mind. Uh, This
0: leads to an increase in turbulent heat exchange at the glacier surface and stronger cooling of the surface air mass. As the cool, dry surface air gets cooler and denser, it sinks, the air mass flows down the slopes into the valleys causing a cooling effect in the glacier's lower areas and the neighboring ecosystem. So this is how God designed it,
1: Vince, and they're saying this is a phenomena. Well, it is a phenomena. True. It's a natural phenomena that God created to make this work. Uh, so it actually, it's, it says that the ice and snow from this mountain, that it feeds into 12 rivers that provide fresh water to nearly 2 billion people in 16 different countries. This is just the mountain peak of Mount Evers that does this. How amazing is
0: God? Pretty amazing.
1: Who do you think's in control of that stuff?
0: Klaus Schwab? Definitely not. (laughs) Right. You know, Doug, uh, we were talking about God is in control and um, people trusting in God. And and it just made me start thinking, um, all of you out there that are watching or listening now, um, let's hear from you. Put in the comments, have you had a situation where you just had to trust in God above everything else? Uh, Comment trust in God. If you're going through a situation right now, or if you have been through a situation where you had no other, like there was no other hope, but you just had to trust in God. I'd love to see how many thousands of people out there just just trust God above everything else. And I know that many of you have been in that position even recently. So uh, let everybody know out there, say trust in God in the comments. Also, these world government people that Doug is talking about that we're meeting at um, this uh, session where they're talking about global warming, they want control. We've highlighted that so many times. They wanna control you and I at very intricate levels and they would love for digital currencies to be in place. They would love to be able to track you wherever you go. and, And that's already happening in a lot of ways with our phones, that's certainly true. Um, So I wanted to make sure that you remember that Birch Gold's most popular special of the year is happening right now through December 22nd. For every $5,000 you spend with Birch Gold, they will send you a one-ounce Silver Eagle coin for free. Visit birchgold.com slash end time to claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver or have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's Precious Metal Specialist help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a uh, tax-sheltered, IRA and gold for no money out of your pocket. This gets it out of uh, the dollar essentially, and they'll send you free uh, silver for every $5,000 that you purchase through them. Keep it for yourself or give something for real value as a stocking stuffer this year. Visit birchgold.com slash end time. Doug, how interested are you in having the world government control every aspect of your life?
1: I'm not interested in that at all,
0: Vince. You Um, wouldn't like them to be able to determine the things that you purchase at the grocery store, how much ammo, if any ammo at all, or um, the gas that you put in your car, maybe you've driven too many miles this week, what you have, we already know that. Uh, You don't like that idea? No, that is not appealing to me at all. I don't either. So, we can pray, we can trust in God above everything else, and we're gonna be talking about the Turkish uh, lawmaker who Uh, said that Israel's gonna suffer Allah's wrath right after the break, so don't go anywhere. You'll be amazed at what happened to him. We'll be right back. As a viewer of The End Time Show, you're getting early access to Christmas deals starting right now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? What experiences and gifts would you receive this year? Well, the atmosphere at end time is nearly the same. We're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives. And that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2023, you can get deals like a special VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time. Endtime Plus subscription for fifty percent off, or my personal favorite, a ten dollar and under sale for almost a hundred different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com/deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call eight hundred Endtime. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com/deals today.
3: What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of The End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
0: Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at eight seven seven End Time 8463 Doug, Turkish lawmaker says that Israel is going to suffer Allah's wrath, mm-hmm. and then something unbelievable happens.
1: Yeah, it's pretty incredible, Vince. I mean, it, it's a it's it's tragic for this gentleman because um, he is a husband and and a father. He's mm-hmm. a, only fifty four years old, but You know, I mean, in the Word of God, the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 12, the the Lord is telling Abraham, he he said, I will make you into this great nation and those who bless you shall be blessed, but those who curse you shall be accursed. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what happened in this particular situation. Uh, Like you said, this Turkish parliament uh, gentleman is making a speech uh, to their grand assembly.
0: And he said something interesting. You want to read what he said? He says, you will not escape the wrath of Allah. I I salute you all. Yeah, and
1: right after that, I mean, immediately after he said that, he collapses on the floor.
0: Literally. Yeah. There's a video circulating. We don't have it. We don't want to play it. Right. Um, He has a heart attack and Mm -hmm. eventually passes away from that, which is tragic. We should pray for his family for sure. Yeah. Because that's a, you know, it's a tough loss regardless of if we disagree on Probably everything, right? Um, but you know, his family certainly needs prayer, and we believe that the Lord can work in their lives, and they could be see the light and be converted, and and yeah. and have a blessed life. Um, so definitely remember to pray for them. But man, that was it was unbelievable to see because he, yeah, I mean, it's like right when he finishes saying the word, he just falls over and and has a, and a, having a heart attack and passed <coughs> away.
1: You, you know, the scripture tells us that when we approach God that we we need to do this with fear and trembling. And, and especially even, it, it says even working out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Uh, because there is a reverence to God. This is the creator of all things. The creator of the universe mm-hmm. uh, that gives us breath. I mean, every breath we take is given to us by God. And uh, it people need to realize that the word of God is true and that God is... Uh, who he says he is. And so when we see these type of things and we know what scripture says, and then we see a world leader in in Turkey of all places, because we know Turkey is going to be one of the nations that come down against Israel in the battle of Armageddon. Uh, We also know that Turkey is in control of the Ataturk Dam, which is capable of closing off the Euphrates River. And so we see a gentleman like this who is in parliament, who has this listening audience, who is on national television doing this at that time and then something like that happens I mean how do you not look at that and reverence God and and go whoa what just happened that's what I did yeah exactly that's what I did too Um, when I first saw it uh, I was like man I cannot believe that that's incredible but you know we talked about it before the program we think back to Ariel Sharon who pulled people out of Gaza back in the 90s Uh, who said we would give up half of of Jerusalem, and then he had a stroke, and he never regained consciousness. He, He was comatose for the rest of his life, and it lasted a while. It wasn't like just a few days and Ariel Sharon passed away. He was comatose for a very, very long time before he finally ended up dying. But we've seen these kind of things happen. We, we've even talked about how in the past we've had American presidents who have intervened and said, hey, Israel should do this. And then we would have like catastrophic weather here in the United States. Like we had one time when Bill Clinton uh, during the Oslo Accords, and they were talking about giving up land for peace. We had like a, a record breaking 70 tornadoes happen mm-hmm. uh, in one day, right after he made that <clears throat> proclamation. We saw the perfect storm, the big hurricane, after George Bush made similar uh, you know, comments about what Israel needed to do. That storm came in and took his house out, his beachfront property out, uh, but also caused a lot of major damage in America. So we really need to reverence God, especially when concerning Israel, because it does say that... Those who bless you will be blessed, but those who curse you shall be cursed. And right now our government is not blessing Israel the way we should. There was articles today that talked about how our president right now is speaking out of both sides of his mouth about what Israel needs to do concerning Hamas and a ceasefire. And so I I think that as a people, uh, just whether you agree with what's happening in Gaza right now or not, We need to go back to the Word of God and listen to what the Lord is telling us, especially Mm -hmm. when we're talking about Israel. We're supposed to be praying for the peace of Israel. We're supposed to be praying for the Lord's return for Israel and those kind of things and not riding in our street and promoting, you know, death to Israel. So we need to really be careful with these things, and that's
0: a perfect... Way to see that, I think. No doubt. Well, Doug, where do we go from here? Do we keep going or do we get to go to the phones or how, how do you want to you move know, forward? You know, we
1: haven't really got to talk to that many people for the last couple
0: weeks because I was sick and, you know, so. We're I, going to the people. Let's do that. All yeah. right, we're starting in Georgia. No, we're not. Georgia, just hang up. Uh oh. Just hung up. Sorry about that. All right, let's go to Texas. Trey is watching there. Trey, welcome to the In Time Show.
4: Yes. First of all, I wish you and all your family members and all the staff and their family members a Merry Christmas. And a wonderful, blessed, happy New Year! Thank Thank you, Trey. Trey. Merry
0: Christmas to you as well.
4: Yes, and if you would permit me, I'd like to read a scripture of the Bible that gives me strength every day, uh, even when I read the headlines as dire as they can be. It's from Daniel chapter two, verses nineteen through twenty-three, and here it goes: That night the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision, and then Daniel praised the God of heaven, and he said, "Quote." Praise the name of God forever and ever, for he has all the wisdom and power. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. He reveals the deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in the darkness. Though he is surrounded by the light, I thank and praise you, O God of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what you have asked, and we build what us the King has demanded. That yeah. scripture gives me strength every day, amen. knowing that God is in control of everything. Amen. I fear nothing, I respect the powers that be, but I do not fear them. For I know that my God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is in control of everything.
2: Yeah,
1: amen, amen Trey. That's a good word and you're absolutely right. That's something we always need to remember is God is the one that's in control of setting up kings and taking kings down. Well, thank you for taking my call and I want to wish you again a Merry Christmas to each and every one of you and your families.
4: It has been a blessing to to watch you on TV and on YouTube. You have been a source of strength and comfort to me. I've gone through some trials and tribulations
0: and y'all have been an inspiration to me. I thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Trey, God bless you. Uh, If like Trey, you've gone through some troubled times, and lean into the Lord, be sure to comment, I trust in God. Make sure you're putting that out there, letting everybody see it. I know it's been extremely encouraging to hear from Trey and to see all the comments of people who are like-minded and say they trust God above everything else. So I trust in God, put that in the comments and encourage somebody today. All right, we're gonna go to Arkansas now. Chris is watching there. There are open lines by the way, 877 N times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. Uh, Chris is in Arkansas, welcome to the End Time Show.
3: Thank you, and God bless y'all.
0: God bless you, Chris.
3: Um, I'm touching back on the um, things we can do that are in our control that y'all were talking about earlier. Um, Do y'all believe that we can restore our lawful government? And could that be like the prophecy of Revelation chapter 12, verse 14? People choosing to exercise their authority and their power in the land and soil jurisdiction, thereby putting the commercial jurisdiction, which is like the antichrist and false prophet territory corporation type thing, putting them back on their heels and making them somehow, maybe because of our sure numbers of people that recognize this to be the truth, uh, pushes them back to the point where they have to recognize us uh, standing on that. Thank
0: you. You're asking if we think that can be reestablished? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, I think it can, Vince. I mean, that's what the the Lord has given us a, a political system in this country uh, to where we're able to, you know, exercise our rights by voting for people. Now, I know, you know, <laughs> the majority of everything that happened in the 2020 election, everybody, you know, we're starting to see more and more evidence that a lot of that was rigged and that uh, it was a stolen election. So if, you know, if we don't lose faith in the system and we keep trying to do what's right, the bottom line is we have a voice, we have a vote, we can continue to do that. But what we really need to trust in is trusting God because God tells us, he tells us, that if we repent repent of our sins, call upon His name, turn from our wicked ways, He'll begin to heal our nation. And so it's really vital as a people. And I know one of the things they're trying to do, there's an article about it uh, yesterday in the news uh, where one of the uh, chief bishops of the Vatican actually was saying that, you know, part of what's happening with open borders is to take away nationalism because. Uh, The world elites believe that nationalism is what causes nations to fall and so they want to expose everyone to uh, these uh, immigrants coming in to change the, the demographics of you know what your nation looks like so that you stop thinking of a Nationalized nation and start thinking globally that we're all one world and that's part of the whole reason why we have open borders and things like that so There is an ideology there, Vince, that's trying to change the demographic of the United States right now and what's going on. But we have to remember that, above all, God loves everybody in this world. He wants to see everyone saved. The Bible tells us it's the only thing that's keeping him from coming back right now. I mean, there's a lot of evil in this world, but the thing that, that keeps God from doing this, besides just the timetable of God, is He is waiting for the fullness of this gospel to be presented and everybody have an opportunity to be saved. And that's what this is about. I mean, it tells us that in Matthew, you know, that then this gospel will be preached in all the world, then the end shall come. So there's, there's a reason behind how God is letting things happen. And I believe in this country that we've had a taste of what things have been like in the past when we're really seeking God and we're trying to do the right thing and we've fallen away from that we've got to get back to that mm-hmm. this this nation has to get back to God before we can fix elections before we can fix our country and get it back on track we've got to
0: get our relationship right with Jesus amen thanks for your call Chris God bless you Doug I'll add that um, God's bigger than rigged elections God's mm-hmm. bigger than government administrations Right. And uh, no matter what it is out there, he's bigger than all that. And so he can establish whatever he needs to establish to accomplish his will. And so Mm -hmm. no doubt anything that needs to be reestablished is certainly possible. Amen. Um, I want to remind you that End Time Ministries, we're a nonprofit ministry. Uh, Of course, we have a daily show that we broadcast online for absolutely free. You're watching it on Facebook, YouTube, End Time Plus, television, radio, wherever you're consuming the End Time Show, It's made available for free because of uh, amazing, generous partners that not only pray for us, but they give to the ministry every single month. It's the end of the year. A lot of people do end of the year giving. So I want to remind you about End Time. Every donation that you make here is tax deductible. You can go to endtime.com slash give. Uh, every contribution, that's we're so appreciative for that. It helps make this show available for free, but there's a lot more that's happening. As you know, we're connected in Israel. There's 16 congregations there that are worshiping every single day of the week. There's one of those congregations that's worshiping in a service. And of course, there's stuff happening outside of their services. Your contributions to End Time go towards so much globally, and we're so grateful for all of you out there that give at endtime.com slash give, or even warn the Jews, any, any, warnthejews.com. Any contribution made to End Time is tax deductible. So please pray, ask the Lord what you should give during this end of the year season. We'll be right back with more of your calls, 877-ENDTIME is the number to join us. Don't go anywhere. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on Intime Plus and available to order at intime.com slash U-E-T. Go to intime.com slash U-E-T or call 800-END-TIME.
2: They don't understand what is taking place. Except a man is born again.
0: He can enter or see the kingdom of God.
3: time is Um, not going uh, anywhere. (laughs)
0: Back to the In Time show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at eight seven seven In Time 877-363-8463. three six three eight four six three. Don't forget to heart, comment, and share this video. When you share it, put "I trust in God" on the. You can when you when you share a video, you can add a little caption to your post. Put "I trust in God" out there so your friends and family see your declaration. Perhaps it'll encourage them to watch the show and be inspired and be moved upon by God. We believe certainly that the Lord is working through these videos as they go. Online throughout the world, and so when you share, put I trust in God. Let's see what happens. All right, Doug, we do want to cover some story, um, some some more information about what's happening in Israel. So where do we go from here? Yeah. So one of the things that the Old Testament shows us to
1: Vince that that happened more than once in Scripture is that God would sometimes confuse the enemy, but God would also just make the enemy turn on each other. And and there's just miraculous stories where God did this. I mean sometimes it was just the worshipers who went out and began to praise God and it made the enemy turn on each other and they began to kill each other. And so it's interesting because God can do anything and, and he still does stuff like that. And so this next story that I wanted to kind of cover today comes from uh, Brett Bart and it, it says an IDF special operations vet says Hamas terrorists are now turning on each other, Vince. So we have a video where he did a a Fox News interview, and I'd like to show that video quickly and, and look at what he's saying.
2: Let's bring in Aaron Cohen, former member of his Israel Special Operations Counterterrorist Unit. Aaron, great to have you on. You bring some breaking news. I know your IDF uh, sources are great. You're hearing that these these prisoners, these Hamas leaders who are now prisoners, are turning on some of the other leaders in in southern Gaza. What what are you finding out? Well, that's exactly what's happening, Trace. And what I'm hearing is this Uh, uh, Yusuf Al Mansi, who's the former communications minister for Hamas in Gaza, has just been interrogated. He was part of that 500 plus Hamas. Members right. who were taken prisoner by the Israelis surrendered to the IDF because of that pressure cooker, Sir uh, in Hebrew, that campaign that Israel's been putting on uh, for the last 60 plus days. Uh, in an interrogation with Israel's intelligence uh, unit Shin Bet or Shabak, mm-hmm. uh, uh, is literally Turning on uh, Yehi Sinwar, the leader of Gaza uh, uh, in the southern portion of Gaza, who's up close with those hostages, and he's calling for Sinwar to step down. All of these Hamas members are surrendering themselves because they believe that Sinwar, who's become essentially the bin Laden of Gaza, yeah. they believe that he's absolutely lost his mind. He's bringing Gaza back 200 years into the Stone Age, and Hamas is turning on him, and it's happening very quickly through these interrogations. The Iranian foreign minister said the following quoting here At any moment, there is a possibility of a big. Exc- explosion in the region, not one controllable by any party. And of course, he means regional explosion, meaning regional war. Do you see it going that way, Aaron? Uh, I do. I do. I think this is all part of Iran's uh, uh, larger uh, picture here. you got the Houthis, you've got the Iraq-ISIS uh, uh, element, uh, 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 which is also connected to Iran. You've got Hamas. Trace, these, uh, uh, Iran is, uh, all these proxies, I don't know why we're looking at them as proxies. This is Iran. Yeah. These proxies are Iran. And Iran thinks that by using these proxies, we don't see that this is Iran directly targeting U.S. forces, targeting uh, U.S. Uh, partners in the Middle East, including Israel. Yeah. And the sooner the U.S. continues to stand back, assist Iran, give them money, whatever Biden's doing, it's a complete dangerous escalation of what could potentially happen in the region. Uh, we're up against a heartbreak. You've got 15 seconds for you. Are we closer to the end of Israel's war against Hamas? Closer to the end or closer to the beginning? I think we're I think we're closer to the end. The problem is, as Biden put the uh, handcuffs uh, him and uh, him and his uh, team put the handcuffs on Israel. And they slowed them down. They said they want more selectivity. They want more intelligence-driven uh, 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 operations, targeted uh, with, with, with more control over the civilian casualties. Trace, we're a war. It's a war yeah. in Israel. I Man, people get killed. It's very unfortunate. However, Israel's doing the best it can. But I, I think right. that Israel's at about the fifty-yard line. If I had to guess, Israel's at the
1: fifty-yard line, Vince. Um, Another uh, story that came out said that they, the IDF has now offered $400,000 for, uh, uh, for a reward for every Hamas leader that's turned in. Right. So this is going to be incentive even for the Palestinian people that are still in the region to begin to point fingers and say, Hey, I know where this guy is. $400,000 is a lot of money to talk about there. I mean, you could move off and start a new life somewhere if you wanted to. So, I mean, we're looking at them begin to turn on each other now. The problem is, like the gentleman said, our country is trying to put the handcuffs on Israel right now instead of just backing off. And today, uh, because remember uh, yesterday or the day before the U.N. voted for a permanent ceasefire and trying to stop Israel from advancing. And Netanyahu said, absolutely not. We will not stop until Hamas is completely destroyed.
0: And the United States vetoed that.
1: Yeah. What does that mean? Well, that actual veto was not a bad thing at that point because what was going on was that they were thinking that if they they did another ceasefire right now, it would only strengthen Hamas, that they would be able to regroup and recalculate. But America has said we agree with the U.N. to a point, but if we totally back off right now, Hamas can rebuild and get strong again. Right now, Israel's got Hamas on their heels like you heard that gentleman say. They're at the 50-yard line. But anything could happen in that region that could alter what's going on. This is one of those things, Vince, that we talk about all the time because of the fact that this could turn into the Six Trumpet War. You heard what he said that it's easy to see Iran is the one that's behind this. No matter what proxies they use for this, they're the ones pushing everything. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, another one of our um, uh, defenses there in, um, I think it was in... uh, Iraq was hit again today, which makes like the 90th time we've been attacked by Iranian proxies. They're trying to pull us into that war. That could be one of those things that could explode that region. So we watch this. Like I said, we know God's in control and we know that there's the Sixth Trumpet War coming. We also know that that's going to throw us into probably a peace agreement with Israel and the Palestinians and then move us into that final seven years. And I'm kind of welcoming that at this point. The world is so crazy. I'm saying, Lord Jesus, come. You know, I'm just ready. So um, we'll just keep an eye on things, report on these things, and keep people abreast of what's going on. But it's amazing because, once again, God shows us that the enemies of Israel are now turning on each other and turning each other in. It's crazy. Amen. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we're going to go to the phones now. Uh, we have some open lines. We don't have a lot of time, but now would be the time to call to get in here at the last minute. Timothy's watching in Tennessee. Timothy, welcome to the end time show.
5: Hello. My, uh, my question is about, um, so after the abomination of desolation happens, um, there's a, uh, a prophesied potential Holocaust that takes place, right? So um With that in mind, uh, I wonder what you think about some of this stuff since the war started with Israel and Hamas in uh, Gaza. Uh, there's a new movement that's kind of like propaganda against the Jews uh, to say that they've infl- infiltrated, uh, positions in every government all across the world, and I wonder how true that is, and and, and, and is it just fomenting like hatred toward the Jews, and, and 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 like leading up to like potential, uh, you know, more hatred towards the Jews.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, as far Timothy, as far as seeing that they have infiltrated cabinets of. Uh, countries all over the world. Are, are you talking about like Zionist Jews? Is is that what the what yes. the theory is? And okay, and yeah, so like
5: Kanye West mm-hmm. had mentioned stuff like about that. Yeah,
1: I don't Wait, agree with it though. So one of the things we have to always remember is that the devil's been trying to destroy the Jewish people since the creation of a Jewish country. I mean, since. They went into captivity in Egypt. The devil's been trying to choke this out. I mean, really, it was even before that. I mean, it's one of the reasons why God had to send the flood because, you know, just all the things that God had planned, the devil's been trying to destroy forever. So we're we're looking at that. When we start seeing these things and these attacks against the Jewish people, one of the ways that we know, and you mentioned it, is because of that Uh, Matthew 24, when we see 15 through 21, we talk about the abomination of desolation that Daniel spoke of. So you're right, and and I love it that you point that out because it lets me know that you study and you understand. And I, I love talking to people like that, that are studying on their own. They understand that that abomination of desolation triggers that great tribulation. That's what scripture tells us. We also know that it's going to happen in that area where we're talking about dividing Israel and giving the Palestinians that state so that they have that area in Judea and that's where it says it's going to happen and so all that is very prophetic and it's going to happen so what we're seeing right now yes you're correct now regardless of if there are Jewish people that are in cabinets all over the world I mean there are Jewish people all over the world because they were scattered And so there are people there. Some are good people, some are not so good people. It's just like with with anybody. And so the thing is, is God has this remnant of his people that are going to go through this great persecution. They're going to go through the great tribulation in that area. But we know that God is going to save the tents of Judah first because he tells us in his word. He also tells us he's going to bring one third through that fire and that one day when his feet touch the Mount of Olives, when all the nations come against Israel, that they're going to look at Jesus Christ, the one that they've pierced, and it says that they are going to cry for him or mourn for him like one would their only son. And they're going to ask him, where did you receive these wounds? And he's going to say, in the house of my friends. And they're going to, at that point, recognize that that is their Messiah. Jesus Christ is their Messiah. And those people are going to be saved. They're going to live into the millennial reign. So, God loves the people that are there in Israel. and and so. That's one of the things we've been talking about today is how God's word has continued to tell the truth throughout time. And we're still watching God's word come to pass in the days that we live in right now. And we're seeing all these things take place. And it gives us encouragement because like the Lord told us, I tell you these things before they come to pass so that when they start to come to pass, what? We'll believe, right? And so that's what
0: all this is about there, Timothy. Thank you. All right, All right thanks you. for your call, Timothy. God bless you. God bless you. Doug, Dave posed a question in the chat on Facebook that I thought would be interesting to throw out there for everyone. Uh, Will you trust the 2024 election results? So be sure to comment your take on that. And then also, how many people would support a Dave-Doug ticket? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, thank you. Well, let's hear that. <laughs> what do you think? Dave and Doug make, making prophecy hopeful again? Mm-hmm. Man, there you go. Oh my, Jim Stiglman just commented Vince and Kate, so I don't know about that. Who would be the president? Ooh, her. (laughs) Yeah, Kate, definitely. (laughs) Denise, we see you on there, but we are all out of time. We're so sorry. Uh, Tomorrow's open line, so uh, call back tomorrow. We will get you on for open line. Doug, how do we wrap today's show up? First of all, let me just say this, because I failed to mention this yesterday. Thank you to everybody
1: who offered prayers up for me while I was sick. I appreciate it very much. I felt those prayers and God did uh, get me healed pretty quickly. So uh, just leaving you with that. Thank you very much. We love you guys. We appreciate each and every one of you. Don't lose hope. Remember who is in control. It's not these world government elites. It's the Lord God Almighty. And we serve a powerful, wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. Well, comment Dave, Doug, 2024 you think that would be a good idea? And also, don't forget, if you are listening to us on podcast, or if you're not, uh, go check our podcast podcast out on all the different networks that are available, Spotify, Apple, Google. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. That helps a lot to reach out to new people. So leave us a review on the podcasting apps. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time, open line Friday. You don't want to miss it. See you there.